Hello and welcome to All Things Travel. The new year is approaching, and with that, resolutions. And today we're talking about travel resolutions. You're listening to All Things Travel, episode 88, original air date, December 29th, 2021. So Shane, we are close to New Year's Eve here, a couple days away, and the end of 2021. Was this a better year than 2020 for you? For me personally, no, but I I have seen it be a better year. Seen it be a better year. That didn't sound like great grammar. I've seen it be a better year for a lot of people I know. So I will take that and we'll get them next year. Yeah, I, I think this year was not the year everybody expected after getting through 2020, but I'm seeing some light at, at the end of a tunnel here. So 2022 is coming. Are you a big New Year's resolution guy? Do you, do you sit down at, at New Year's Eve and think about what you want to do in the coming year, or is that not really your style? Waiting is not my style. If there's something I want to start doing or something I feel like I need to change about myself, I don't wait for the next month or the next year. I just go ahead and try to start it within the next day or so. What about you? I don't really do much with New Year's resolutions. That's not really something that's ever been effective for me, but I know a lot of people do. And certainly there it, it works for some and not for others. But what I found interesting is as I got into travel, I started learning about people doing travel resolutions for the next year, things that they want to try, things that they want to do. So that's what we're going to talk about today is what are some of these travel resolutions that you could put into your travel plans for the next year? But first, you know what I want to hear. Where in the world is all things travel? I want to know where a listener or two is from. Grove City, Ohio. Well, welcome, Grove City. Looks like it's just southwest of Columbus. And I was poking around the city. <laughs> I was virtually poking around the city and found what looks like a great place, Hop Yard 62. Sounds good. Yeah, it has a great terrace where uh, if the weather's nice, we would just sit out there and then yak it up with the yokels and drink a few of their brews. I like it. I like it a lot. Hey, listener from Grove City, reach out to either Shane or I via email or on the Facebook group. Let us know who you are. We would love to send you a little thank you gift, a little thing to say thanks for being a, a listener and, and getting a shout out today. Thank you, Grove City. All right, Shane. So travel resolutions that people may want to consider in 2022. The first is use all of your vacation days. I so, don't understand not using all of I, your vacation. I days. don't either. And, and as you and I have talked offline, my jobs that I've had don't have traditional vacation days. But boy, if I certainly had them, I would not leave them on the table. And I know so many people that do. I just, I don't get it. Well, I have known people who thought they were too busy and would have too much work pile up and be waiting for them when they get back. And then I know people who have a hard time finding a convenient time to take off because of their job. But as far as if people who have a corporate job, they don't give you that time off. They don't pay you to take vacation because they're nice. They don't do it out of the kindness of their heart. They know that when you take that time off and you refresh and renew, 
that time away makes you more productive and makes you a better employee when you return. So I'm shocked at the companies that don't help their employees do that. I can't think of the name of the company, but I did see this online a few weeks ago where one of the executives in the company emailed each employee and said, I want to know where you're going on your time off because they knew the value and wanted to make sure that each employee was using their vacation days. Huh. All right. Yeah. yeah I, if this, if you are not a person that uses all of your vacation days, please, please, please use this as a travel resolution for 22. You deserve it. It's, it's an important thing. The second travel resolution is to start a vacation savings account. And we've talked about this before. Start some sort of bank account or savings account that you're putting money in as regularly as you can that's that's set for either a specific vacation or vacations in general in the future so that you've got some cushion there. There are several free online banks where you can get a free account. One of them that comes to mind is Chime. I've seen lots of commercials for Chime. And you could either set up a direct deposit with payroll at your wherever you work, or you could set up transfers from one of your current accounts and just make sure that every week or every month you're putting money aside that so that you have it when you're ready to take that trip. Absolutely. The third one, go to a new place on vacation, whether it's a local new place or a faraway new place. Oftentimes, we find places we like to return to time and time again for vacation. Maybe it's a, a certain lake cottage or a beach community. For you and I, Shane, we know for our family, it's Disney and Universal. Mm -hmm. But make the resolution that you're going to go to a new place this year. That's important in travel, isn't it? Yeah. And, and I understand when you find something you like, you want to stick with it, but just like you might try a new flavor of a dessert or a drink, you might enjoy trying a new destination next time you take a trip. So the next one, do one thing during travel this year that makes you a bit uncomfortable. You know, the thing about comfort is there's not as much growth there. There's not as much novelty. And when you are just even a little tiny bit uncomfortable, you grow a little bit and then that new experience is more novel and more fun. And it might seem a little bit scary to try it, but when you do, you almost always are thankful that you did. Yeah. So this could be a different activity that you haven't done or a different type of vacation. I, I can totally see how this would be a good travel resolution for people who are looking for how do they change things up in their travel lives. The fifth one, and I know, Shane, this is something that's near and dear to you. Learn some words or phrases or preferably more in a language of a place that you want to visit. It'll make your time there a little more easy. You'll have an easier time getting around and finding what you need while you're there. But more importantly, if you could have a few conversations with locals, that will really enhance the quality of your experience there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I can say from being in, in non-English speaking countries, even making the effort with a few phrases makes a big difference. The ability to show, I want to learn a little bit about your culture. I'm not going to assume that everyone speaks English here if we're not in an English-speaking environment. It goes a long way towards that reciprocal hospitality, if you will, when you travel. And Shane, you are currently learning Norwegian. Is that correct? Norwegian. 
Portuguese and Spanish. So is the goal here? I know you've been to Spain multiple times. Is the goal to visit Norway? Yeah, at least the Nordic countries. And when I first started at the time, I researched and Norwegian seemed to be the best language to be able to get around in most of the Nordic countries. Okay. All right. So this next one is near and dear to my heart or stomach rather (laughs) is try a new food based on a location you want to visit. So either while you're there, try local dishes, or if you're not there, search out places where you can try new food. So what is a place that you're thinking of where you want to go there just because there is a dish or a type of cuisine that you want to try? I am taking my family to Italy this summer, and I've been to Italy for a very short amount of time. And one of the things that I'm looking forward to in Italy is really immersing myself in the food culture of Italy, because as you think about places that have food culture, Italy obviously comes to mind. And and I just wasn't there long enough. My goodness, I think we were there like 36 hours for real. It, it was tacked on to the end of another trip mm. that I really want to take the time to learn as part of it. We're going to actually have some cooking opportunities, nice. some, some study of different types of food. I'm really looking forward to that. Time to go back to Italy and travel deep. There you go. I like that. I like that. How about you, Shane? I've been really intrigued by the cuisine scene in Mexico City. There's a lot of interesting dining opportunities there. And a couple of them that stand out is that there's one place. It's called El Vilcito. And by day, it's a car garage where they will repair cars. And at night, they bring out some grills and they cook tacos and sell them right there on the streets. I love it. Yeah. For me, one of the things I love to do when I go to a place is kind of figure out the informal food culture. So you've heard when Mike Reed joined us for several episodes, you heard about our love affairs with uh, souvlaki and all things Greek food when we were traveling the Greek Isles. And we would often opt for the street food, the the gyro and fries over uh, a sit-down restaurant. And, and I just love those places like what you're describing. That's just, that's the heart of seeing a place, if you will. So this next one, and I think this is in a reaction to what we've all been through the, for the last two years. Take that dang trip. It's time. I have worked with a lot of families who are looking to travel because they missed the travel that they thought they were going to have during 2020 and 2021. And grandma and grandpa are wanting to spend time with the kids. They're wanting to spend time with the grandkids. And so groups are traveling together. Take that trip. Obviously, we're not telling you to break the bank and go into debt, but it's time. You may not get the opportunity down the road that you think you have. So if you've always wanted to take a cruise, if you've always wanted to visit X country in Europe, start planning it now. Even starting to plan it is a healthy activity for getting you excited about travel. Even if it's in 2023, 2024, take the time to start to plan or travel to that place now. You never know when something's going to come up that prevents you from being able to take that trip. My 
My cousin accused me of being able to sell ice to Nordic citizens when I told him about this, but my mom always wanted my sister and and I to take her on a cruise and and we kept putting it off and putting it off. And then she got sick unexpectedly and, yeah. and passed away earlier than we thought. And so not only did she not get a chance to take the the Disney cruise that she wanted to take, but my sister and I didn't have get to have that opportunity of cruising with her. Wow. Yeah. So, so yeah, don't put off these trips or the, any of these experiences. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. It's important to you. It's important to your family. Do it. This next resolution, try a different form of travel than what you're used to. So, planes, trains, automobiles, cruise ships, whatnot. So, for instance, one of the things that we're doing on this Italy trip, Shane, that I am super stoked about, you know I am, (laughs) we are taking a bullet train from Florence to Venice. You know how I feel about trains. Nice. I am so excited about seeing Europe this way. I've taken a few uh, small trips in Europe, just an hour or so away from the city center, but I've never experienced something like this. I'm really excited about it. So finding a different way to travel, maybe it's a river cruise, or maybe it's a, an ocean cruise, or maybe it's driving a different part of the country that you usually fly over. Find a way to see your travels a little differently based on how you you travel. And there's smaller options too. I've been looking recently into biking trips. Yeah. Along with our river cruise trips, I've been looking at biking trips along the European rivers and things like kayaking or even a gondola ride or a skylift. Think of it on different levels for all kinds of experiences you could enjoy. Absolutely. So this next resolution, travel solo. I know not everybody's comfortable with this, but I can tell you from personal experience, this is a really good way to stretch yourself. This is a really good way to experience a place differently by doing it from a solo perspective. Even if your entire trip isn't solo, having a section of it. What do you think about this, Shane? I know that it makes people uncomfortable and it seems like one of the things they fear the most is what will people think about them when those people see you by yourself and chances are they're not going to think anything they're going to be too worried they, they, they about what people Absolutely, think about them. And it, it's a great way to take care of some of those other resolutions that we mentioned previously. If you want to, there's that one place that you want to go to, but your family doesn't want to go there instead of paying extra to drag along everyone else when they don't want to go, just go by yourself. If there's something you want to do that makes someone else uncomfortable, might be a quick way for you to take a trip that's a little uncomfortable for you, but that you're not quite sure about taking your family on. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great point. These aren't mutually exclusive. Some of these are, how can I combine them together to really find the type of travel in 2022 that makes sense to me? And you and I are both lucky enough that our spouses are supportive of each of us taking trips on our own. Yep. Yep. These last two may be a little counterintuitive to each other, but number 10, Start a travel journal, a photo album, a blog, or even a travel podcast if that's your thing, but do something to document your travels. Shane, one of the things that I'm going to do, one of my projects this next year is I'm going to go through all of my photos 
that are currently on my computer and phone. I'm going to go through photos that are on an old portable hard drive from a past computer. And I'm going to organize all of those trip photos so that we can know, hey, I want to see a picture of our first Disney trip. Hey, I want to see a picture of when I was in Ireland with this group. Hey, I want to see a picture of San Francisco from when we were there. I want to be able to organize all of that pretty well. That's one of my big goals. I am not jealous of that project. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of the things I like about the Apple products is that they will, especially the pictures that you take on your phone, they'll organize them by date. They'll geotag them so they'll know where you were when you were there. Unfortunately, if you have that setting turned on, and I only started doing that a few years (laughs) ago, so that's one of the reasons I need to organize them. Well, I know you're going to enjoy reminiscing as you look through each of those photos. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know you're a big blogger, so I know you understand the benefit of writing down your thoughts, organizing your thoughts, even if it's a travel journal for you and no one else. I know when I would lead college trips to Europe, one of our assignments was a daily blog, and it wasn't for anybody necessarily. We encouraged people, hey, invite your parents to get on and, and read it. Hey, this, But it really was just for the students to help process what they were seeing what they thought they had to take some photos for the day. And afterwards, so many students would say, I really didn't like doing that at the time. It felt like busy work, but man, I'm glad I can go back and see that stuff and read about my day. And there's pictures there from stuff. And it it was a really beneficial assignment. There are a lot of resources online where you can blog or journal without it being public. So if if you are interested in one of those, just reach out to me and I'll have some suggestions for you. And the last resolution for Travel Shane, which is, like I said, a little counterintuitive to this last one, less social media during travel. This is hard for me and easier for you. It's hard for me from a business standpoint because I do a lot of social media with my travels, taking pictures, posting things, doing videos. I've gotten better because it got really easy to miss what was going on around me. And I've really had to develop some good social media habits while I travel because you just miss the dang trip, to, to be honest with you. Well, there's a couple of reasons to do this. One, well, first of all, when you're on your trip, take those pictures, turn on the geotagging so that it'll mark where you are. And a lot of them are pretty, not just accurate, but they're pretty detailed in knowing exactly where you are and what you're taking a picture of. And a couple of reasons to do this are one is that you you don't want to post while you're on the trip and let everyone know, let the world know that your house is they're unoccupied while you're on vacation. So it's, that's a security issue there. So you don't want to do that. And like you said, you're taking yourself away from the trip so that you can tell people that you're on the trip. Because then what's going to happen when you post a picture of this really cool thing, I'm going to comment, right. which means that you have to go back and either like right. or react to my comments. For those two reasons, it's better to just take the pictures, have it all ready. And then when you get back home, you can share all the pictures of what you did. And I would counter that with, if you do want to be active on social media while you're traveling, just set boundaries. So what I will do is if we're on vacation, I'll take pictures all throughout the day and 
at night, I'll take the 20 minutes or so and I'll go through and I'll clean my pictures up. I'll erase the ones I don't want. I'll edit others. So one, I'm not overwhelmed with pictures at the end, but two, I know I don't have to deal with this right now. And I kind of post a day behind, if you will. Sure. So that I'm not constantly having the pressure of, okay, I've got to document this. It's, I know over the next couple of days, I'm going to post about what I'm doing now. So I don't have to, I'm not as lost in the moment, if you will. And you have mentioned before that a good time to catch up on going through your photos is sitting at a local cafe. Oh, I love it. Enjoying the view, enjoying whatever local drink they have to offer and just soaking it all in. And just for a little behind the music, Shane and I's first interaction was actually a comment that he made to me (laughs) while I was in Madrid, Spain on Facebook. And that was our first interaction, both online or in person or whatever. So there you go. It does happen that, that those connections do, do occur. That is true. Well, what do you think, Shane? These are 11 travel resolutions that you could have for 2022. Which of these jump out at you as ones that you want to make part of your travel plans? I'm going to go with number nine. I might look into trying a couple of solo trips, but I I also want to try a couple of friend trips. I usually travel with my family and I think Uh it might be fun to grab a couple of good old buddies and and take a trip and do something somewhere. Why? I'm free whenever you want to do that. So you know where to reach me. (laughs) Someplace in Kentucky or Tennessee, I reckon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we we might have to drink some bourbon along the way there. (laughs) Which one sticks out to you? Well, I, I, I think for me, the idea, it's not necessarily a resolution because it's already in the plans, but as I've said multiple times, I am taking the kids to Europe for the first time this next year. And I am just, I'm beyond the moon excited about that because Europe, traveling to Europe is so special for me. And my wife has not been to Europe since our, our trip I've discussed on the show to France. I've been many oh, wow. times since then. So I'm just, I'm excited to take my family over there and have them experience that as well. So that's kind of take that trip. But I also know that for my kids, it'll be, and I'll have to deal with that uncomfortableness factor. So there's a couple of these that that play out. Taking care Um, of doing one thing that's uncomfortable. Right, exactly, exactly. Well, hey, fellow travelers, we would love to hear your 2022 travel resolutions. Is it I'm finally going to take that trip to X. Is it, I'm going to try this type of travel or I'm going to start to plan this type of trip. Share on our All Things Travel Facebook group. We would love to hear from you. And if you're not part of our All Things Travel Facebook group, now's a great time to join because we would love to hear about your travel resolutions. You know, the best way to succeed with any goal or in this case, a resolution is a good plan. So if you want to start tackling some of these resolutions and seeing some of those places that you dream of visiting, a great plan is the way to start. And we would love to help you come up with a plan that helps you accomplish as many of the resolutions as you'd like to accomplish and to see as many of the places that you'd like to see. Ryan and I are both travel agents with Creating Magic Vacations. You can reach out to Ryan at R-Y-A-N at creatingmagicvacations.com or me, S-H-A-Y-N-E, at creatingmagicvacations.com. 
And remember, it is our job to make you the goal-accomplishing travel planning superhero. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the show so you can join us next time on All Things Travel. And remember, never stop exploring.